for tuning in to Overcomers Church podcast today. We hope these messages encourage, build, and strengthen your walk in the Lord. Enjoy the message. Uh, let's pray and let's uh, commit the word. Father, we thank you for your presence that is in this place. Lord, as we sang this morning, we say we love you, not because of anything that we have done, but we can say we love you because of what you have done for us. And Lord, we just, uh, Lord, uh, commit these people, commit this word, commit myself. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would speak and minister to each and every one of our hearts this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, we are on a series called The Weight of Satan. All right, Pastor Mitch started off last week. And uh, this is something, uh, this, is a, this is actually, if you, if you go... Uh, there's a book on it, Bed of Satan, and uh, it's, it's an amazing book uh, written by uh, Reverend John Bivier. And, uh, you know, you have the series, uh, different series. You can go online on YouTube and watch this as well. But, um, you know, um, I've been watching uh, during quarantine. I took some time to really check my heart. And I was going through some of these videos and really checking my heart and, uh, you know, seeing places where I need to sort out, get sorted in my heart. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, Pastor Mitch finished the series and we were talking about, like, what, sh- what shall we do next? And we were kind of praying that morning at staff prayer. And we said, why don't we do that series? And, uh, you know, it's a 12-long series, but we're just doing three of it. All right. But, um, so Pastor Mitch, if you were here last Sunday, uh, and if you did miss uh, the service, uh, you know, he spoke about two points. And, uh, you know, the, the first point is, uh, you know, wh- how could... Uh, you know, what could uh, offense do to us? All right? when, when we get offended, what, what could offense do to us? And uh, the two things that Pastor Mitch spoke about last week was you can be a complaining person. Or you can be a complaining person. How many, how many of you know complaining people? All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. We don't know. Trian is like, I don't know anybody who complains. All right. He's like, all right. And so look, you, you, you become a complaining person. And the second thing, you start putting walls. You know, we had a... We had, uh, amazing drama team come up and, uh, you know, do that skit for us, you know, uh, you know, how, how, how you start putting walls around you and you isolate yourself, you, pu- you cut yourself away because you don't want to, you don't want to be connected with people because you think every person is going to offend you, every th- person is going to hurt you, every person is going to backstab you, every person is going to say something about you, every person is going to find some fault about you, every person is going to say that your nose is crooked, all right, and, uh, all right, and so everybody's going to say something, so you, you, you start surrounding yourself uh, with walls and you and you isolate yourself, all right. You start saying everybody around me is crazy, everybody is crazy, all right. How many of you feel like that? Like everybody is crazy, right? It's like everybody is crazy, but what's up with these people? What's up with these people? They're, they're so crazy. It's like and you don't know that people out there are looking at you and saying, you know, everybody is crazy and I'm okay. So ev- either way, everybody is crazy because you are crazy to somebody and and somebody is crazy to you. So either way, everybody's crazy, all right. So so you start you start you start you know you start putting these walls around you and you start isolating yourself. But today we're going to talk about uh, how offense can offense stop you from answering the call of God for your life, or answering the will of God for your life. Can offense restrict you or stop you from answering the will of God for your life? What do you think? Yes, no, yes. Offense, all right? So we're going to talk about two kinds of people who are offended in the church, all right? Two kinds of people. Not in this church. Okay, we did a research about a church uh, in uh, Kirinochi, 
all right and uh, we're talking on uh, you know we we're doing that church about that church okay uh so the two kinds of people that can be offended in the church are people who were genuinely mistreated all right now there are people who are genuinely mistreated or genuinely some some mistake happened genuinely it's like you know genuinely i forgot to smile with you when i passed by this morning because i was focused on something genuinely no i i didn't i didn't like look at you and ignore you and just walk away i'm not saying i i, I didn't i don't think i did that to anybody but i'm just giving an example all right genuinely some some people feel mistreated genuinely somebody uh you know made a mistake and some a leader or somebody in the church or somebody you know somebody made a mistake and genuinely you were mistreated but then there's a second group of people are the people who think they were they have been mistreated all right second group of people is the people who think they have been mistreated because of inaccurate information or gossip now there again this is about the church in kilnochi all right uh, so uh and the two groups of people are people who were genuinely mistreated or the people who think they have been mistreated all right if you can if you have your bibles turn to proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 to 19 and we're going to read this passage and uh we're going to see about some things that that god is talking about okay All right. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 and 17 says verse 16 says these six things the Lord hates. Everybody say hates. If you have your bibles underlined in, it says hates. All right. Yes, seven seven are an abomination to him. All right. Now there are six things that he hates but the seventh thing is like I have I don't even bring it those things. It's like don't even bring it. Don't even talk about it. All right so what are what are these six things and the seventh thing all right a proud look a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood a heart that dis- devises wicked plans feet that are swift to run into evil and the seventh thing is a false witness who speaks lies and who one who sows discord among brethren all right i believe pastor mitch shared this last week but i want to say it again all right in this church we have had uh many people leave uh due to uh not because of uh there was uh immorality in the leadership not because of uh any financial misconduct or any other fault or anything any legal activities in this church all right uh but we have had people leave because they have got offended all right now what does the bible say the bible says that when you do the right thing people are going to get offended and sometimes you have to say it like it's meant to be said you know people people want you to be real but then again they really don't want you to be real that's what's sad people want you to be real but when you are real they don't want you to be real because when you're real you say things that you don't want to hear when people are real people can't tell you things that you like to hear when you're real people you got to say what you what you need to say not what people like to hear and uh, so we were kind of wondering should we talk, touch on this topic but we said you know what we need people to hear this and we need people to be free including ourselves okay this is not just the people including ourselves we need to be free we can't let we can't bite on chew on the enemies on on, on the bait that the enemy has put out there for us All right. Yeah, everybody's leaving cuz they don't like me preaching. All right, cool. I'm not get, I'm not getting offended. I'm not getting offended. I'm going to keep my heart right. All right. So, uh 
So the word detest and abomination, all right? Detest and abomination. In the verse, verse 19, it says discord, all right? The Hebrew word for discord is midanim, all right? which means strife and contention. You share things, you speak things that bring strife among people, among relationships between people. You know, and, and, and God says, don't even bring this close to me because I despise this thing. I, I hate it. It's ugly. I don't want you talking things that, that divide people, that bring division between me and people and, and between, peop- uh, between each other. You know, don't do that. This is something, I, six things I hate, but this seventh thing, ugh. You have those things that you feel like, ah. You don't want anything to do with it, right? You know, and so, 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 can we go back to verse uh, 19, or the previous slide? All right, it says, false witness who speaks lies. Once again, church in Kilnochi, lot of, lot of things that happen there. All right, it speaks lies and, and who sows discord among brethren? Who sows division among brethren? Right? Your ears are not garbage bins. Remember that. Your ears are not garbage bins. Alright, don't let everybody come and put all their garbage in your ears. It's not a garbage bin. Alright, when people come and start telling you things about different people and different situations, circumstances, alright, don't let them put their garbage in your ears. Alright? Cut off what is going to bring strife among your family your leaders, your spiritual leaders, your friends, your church family, cut off those things that are going to bring strife and division. Sometimes you've got to listen to people. Sometimes you've got to listen to people. You can't help it, but you've got to listen. Right? Sometimes people share their hurt, share their disappointment, share their, share their frustration, and that's fine. But what do you do with the garbage? What do you do with everything that you hear is what matters. What do you do with it? All right. Check if they've got proof for what they're saying. All right, when they when they are speaking about somebody, all right, let's say they're speaking something about me. All right. Ask them, have you gone and spoken to Pastor Julian about it? I know you I know he did something crazy. I know he shouldn't have said that. I know he shouldn't have done that. I know he shouldn't have acted like that. But did you go speak to Pastor Julian about it? No, 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 no. I can't speak to him, man. I mean, you're my feet. That's why I'm telling you about this. He's a pastor. No? How, how can I go and tell him this? That's why I'm going to tell you this. Now, now I had a friend in school. All right. His name is, his name is Jonathan. All right. And uh, so this guy was telling us a secret. <laughs> when I say Jonathan, I train is already laughing. All right. Because he knows what a crazy guy he is. All right. So he was telling... He was telling all of us a secret. No, he was telling me a secret. And so then one of my friends come on me. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what happened? My Jonathan told this. You promised not to tell anybody. Jonathan told me not to tell anybody. But this thing, he's done this thing. He's like, seriously? He told me also the same thing and told me not to tell anybody. So basically, I stole the whole Raga team the same story. And he told everybody not to tell anybody. Alright, so, you know what I mean? And so, sometimes, sometimes that can happen. 
when we are hurt, when we are disappointed, we can, we can, except for telling the person who really needs to hear it, we go tell everybody else about it. And what does that happen? What does that happen? You think about it. Alright. So, you can have accurate information, but discern incorrectly. Sometimes you can have accurate information, but it can be discerned incorrectly. The information can be right, but see, some, sometimes when you get a message, let's say somebody's asking, how are you? And so you are offended with this person. Right? And this person has no idea that you're offended with this person. So he sends a message, how are you? And you can read the message, and you'll be like, how are you? How dare he ask me how I am? It's like, for me, it was just, hi, how are you? But you read it, hi, how are you? You know what I mean? That's what offense does. It lies. It lies in such a subtle way that you have no idea it is lying to you. It starts eating you up from the inside that you have no idea how it has started eating you in. Alright? We are trying to grow some plants for a long time. Alright? We keep buying it over and over again. Now next time I said, next time we are not buying the plants because this time I found a place that has a plant with already chili on it. I said, next time I'm getting that plant. Okay? Because this chili plant ain't growing in my house. And I want to eat some chili that I grew from my plant. And so now I found a place that has a chili plant with already chilies on it. And I'm like, I'm paying extra 100 rupees to buy that chili plant. Amen? Come on. Alright? So, you know, sometimes you can, have, you can have the right information, but you can discern it wrong. Somebody might say, you know, Pastor Julian told me this. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'll use Leandra's example. All right. So Charlene had a dream about Manfred. All right. Charlene had a dream about Manfred. It's something about Africa. Ratman, last Sunday. You know, Malcolm, the elder brother, and this Sunday, Manfred, the younger brother. All right, so Charlie had this dream about Manfred, and, and they were in a fight, Charlie and Manfred was in a fight, and Manfred was trying to kill Charlie. All right? We're going to pray for him at the end of the service. All right? And uh, so I was, I was at Pastor Woody's house the other day. I was, I was working there, and so Manfred was there. And I, was, I was joking about it. I was telling Manfred about the dream Charlie had. So then Charlotte, Leandra hears me saying this dream. All I said was, Malcolm, uh, Manfred, uh, Charlotte had a dream about you and you were trying to kill her in this dream and I was just laughing about it. And uh, so oh, that's all I said. So Leandra comes home in the night. Alright? And Leandra comes home in the night and she's like wanting to tell this dream to Nana. That somebody was in our church called Manfred is trying to kill Mama. Alright? And so, so now in this dream... Leandra has like put the lunu, the dehi, the ambul, and she's like, you know, cut some tomatoes and put in the sambal, and you know, cut some, you know, got grinded some alder fish and all that. She's made it yummy. Like my my mom was like just so boring. Okay? So it was the same dream that Leandra said that Charlene had that I told Manfred, but it was with a lot more information that Charlene didn't even mention to us. That I don't think even Charlene saw in the dream. Right? But it sounded good. It sounded much more interesting the way Leandra shared it. And sometimes, sometimes our offense can do that to us. 
you know sometimes our offense can do that to us when we are offended we can put some lunu and they as like you know it's like you can put some more ambul you know it's like that salt and that ambul and then like uh, is there enough lime no you can put some more lime you know you know shalin puts you know goraka right no siembla siembla into the beef curry and so i was eating the beef and i chewed on this piece of beef that was so hard and i was like oh my god it's goraka all right and i thought it was only huh? it's siembla 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 the seed all right and so then i thought it was only me then aunt loren like ma- my mother in law has went through the same experience all right and so sometimes you feel like you know it's not enough you squeeze that lime you feel like it's not enough you want to put some more you want to put add, add a little more acid add a little more acid add a little more acid ah you come to a place say it's so acid you can't even eat it oh no no i'm not talking about the beef curry this is not about the beef curry <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> please please don't get me wrong <laughs> the beef curry story finished okay i, I just continued on all right <laughs> the beef curry finished long time ago is manfred there i ah, manfred is there ishan is this okay all right okay okay so so you can have the, you can share the right information but you can discern the information or so you got to be very careful when you offended somebody how you share information because the people who is receiving that information can discern it wrong because you can say it in a wrong way all right so but but you know um so one question do you have the right do we have the right to be offended what do you think do you have the right to be offended yeah yeah i think you do you do have the right to be offended it's a choice it's a choice to be offended but what do we do with that offense is what matters what do we do it's like temptation it's like god says i will make a way there is no temptation that will come your way that i will not make a way out so you get tempted but you can choose if you want to fall in temptation or walk run away from temptation all right so it's the same with offense you you have the right to be offended you can get offended we all do get offended you can get offended but what do you do with that offense is what matters God will not God will not violate your choice. God will never violate your choice. If you want to be offended, he'll respect your decision. All right? God God will not violate your choice to be offended. But God also wants to heal you from that hurt. Because he knows if you walk in that offense, if you walk far enough, you're going to fall into a pit that you can't come out of. All right? And so So this morning we're going to talk about not the second group of people who think they have been mistreated but we're talk, going to talk more about the first group of people who have been mistreated. All right, who people who have been genuinely mistreated. All right, I think I've got I've got a few minutes to wrap this up. All right, you see Joseph had I'm going to talk about, you know, one of my favorite characters in the Bible, Joseph. Joseph had a dream. All right, he had two dreams in fact. and in these two dreams the first dream he sees you know uh his his sheaves uh stood up and his brother's sheaves came and bowed down to him the second dream he saw the sun the moon and the stars and he saw the sun and the moon and 11 stars bowing down to him so now he got excited because he was the father's favorite he was the guy with the clo- uh, you know coat of many colors and he was dad's favorite boy all right and so he came and said hey bros guess what 
I saw this dream. And in this dream, you guys are bowing down to me. His brothers were like, seriously? The brothers got offended. Because it, 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 it hit their ego. They were elder brothers. You know, in, in, that, in that day and age, in culture, you know, there was a sense of respect. There was, a, there was a hierarchy of respect. And so as a, as a youngest brother, there's no way your brothers are going to bow down to you. There's no way. It does not happen. And so this hit the ego of the elder brothers. And they were like, dude, what's he even talking about? What's he even talking about? It's, not, it's never going to happen. He was like, guess what? Not just one dream. Second dream also you guys are bowing down to me. I was like, I was like, it. It's like, we had it. So they plotted, let's kill this guy. And when they, they plotted to kill this guy, one guy said, you know what? Let's not do that. Whatever said and done, he's our brother. Let's not do that. Let's, let's sell him off as a slave. That's going to be worse for him. It's going to be worse than just dying. He's going to suffer for the rest of his life. And these dreams will never come true. These dreams, when we sell him as a slave, there's no way we're going to bow down to him. Because like Jacob's family was the rich family. They were the it family. It's like in this day and age, it was like the family, you know, that is talked about here in Sri Lanka. They were the family. It's like everybody wanted to be a part of the family. Or everybody wanted to be connected to the family. Alright? And so, and, and so, you know, they said, if we sell him off as a slave, there's no way that ever, ever, ever that this dream is going to come true. Because he's always going to be a slave. And we are going to be bigger. Alright? And so, and so what happened? The brothers got insecure. Insecurity breeds, is a breeding ground for offense. Insecurity is a breeding ground for offense. If you are insecure about who you are, about what your calling is, about who God has called you to be, if you are insecure about who God has called you to be, you are very prone to be offended. You are very prone to be offended. Alright? So, Genesis chapter 37 verse 20. Alright? It says, Come therefore, let us, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. And shall we say, some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. See, offended people will always try to destroy another person's dream. Offended people will always try to destroy something. They will never try to build something. Alright, please, please don't get me wrong. I just have to say, alright, offended people will never build something. They will always try to destroy something. They will always try to destroy a relationship. They'll always try to destroy your family. They will always try to destroy you. Take the work, take, the, take your offices. When people are offended with you, they, do they come and, and help you do your business better? It's like, you know, you know somebody, you offended somebody, and, and so they're going to come like, hey, Masha, how can I help you, Masha? You need more sales. I have, I have some extra sales. You want some context? You know, I'll give you some context. Do they do that? They don't do that. They try to eat you up. They try to rip you apart. They try to destroy you. They try to trample you. They try to get you kicked out of the office. So if that happens in the marketplace, if that happens in your, in your family, 
offended people in family my gosh i have a big family like my dad's side 11 kids like i have like 50 something cousins my eldest cousin is i think 2 years or my the same age as my mom all right it's like it's been like a big family my grandfather said we have big families and dude don't we have family problems all right everybody's somebody builds a house the rest of the family is angry with them because because they have they built a, you have a two bedroom house they have they built a three bedroom house and so like all the talk goes how did he make so much money to build a three bedroom house you know what i mean and so you know all this chaos so if that happens out there oh it does happen in the church it does happen in the church all right so you know offense leads to betrayal or a joseph could have easily gone into a stage of of started blaming everybody for who he became you know he was sold as a slave then after that he was sent into party for bought him as a slave and uh, he was you know he was uh, he was a very faithful servant in potiphar's house and potiphar saw that everything joseph did was blessed which was prosperous and he was like this this is the man and then he gave him charge over everything in potiphar's household everything and then what did potiphar's wife do what did she do she tried to seduce him and then he ran away and then he she held on to his garment and then what did he what did she say this guy tried to mess me up this guy tried to abuse me and so then what happened potiphar sent him to jail and at jail what happened what happened he started interpreting two dreams then he interpreted two dreams and and then this one guy went up to pharaoh as as his uh, cupbearer yeah and then he told then pharaoh had a dream and after pharaoh had a dream he said pharaoh i know this guy in jail his name is joseph he interpreted this dream to me and this is what happened to me and this other guy and so so why don't we get him he might be able to help you out all right see the offended people try to destroy where do you guys go cool awesome all right offended people the offended people try to destroy the dream but offense couldn't destroy the dream cuz why because no man no woman no child no devil can defeat the will of god for your life except for you nothing can destroy your the will of god for your life except for yourself so joseph put his heart in the right place he said you know what my my brothers betrayed me my brothers sold me off my brothers put me aside they cast me away they then potiphar's potiphar accused me he sold me he sent me away into jail all these things there was there was so much more opportunity for joseph to be offended and he had the right to be offended and he had the right to walk in offense but he chose not to walk in that offense he chose to keep his heart in the right place he chose to set his eyes on the faithfulness of god not on the people around him He chose to keep his eyes on God. He chose to keep his eyes on the faithfulness of God. Stop complaining. Complaining when you complain to God, you know what you're telling God? You're saying, "God, if I was God, this would have happened differently." 
If I was God, I would have a better plan how this whole thing would have worked out. When you complain, you're saying you can do it better. You can do it better. So you're saying, God, you come down. I'll go up there and I'll manage this thing better. Alright? If Joseph got offended, he would have missed out on fulfilling the dream. If Joseph got offended for one minute, if he let offense take control of him, if he let offense take hold of him, he would have missed out on fulfilling the dream that God had given him when he was 17 years old. It took him 13 years until his brothers came down to Egypt and bowed before him. They bowed before him. They sold him as a slave. They tried to destroy his dream. But he kept his eyes on the faithfulness of God. And God will not let you. God will never let your dream be destroyed. If Joseph got offended, he would have missed out on fulfilling the dream. But because he fed on God's faithfulness, he saw his dream fulfilled. So I know all of you, all of us in this room, we have dreams. We have, we have goals in life. We have, we have ambitions. We have great things. But don't let offense come and start eating you from the inside. Set your eyes on the faithfulness of God. Set your eyes on the faithfulness of God. Don't eat the bait of offense that will destroy your dream from being fulfilled. Don't eat the bait of offense. Because God has bigger things, greater things. Things no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart can fully know. Don't let your ears be a garbage bin. Don't let it be a garbage bin. If people want to put, throw their garbage, ask them to throw it somewhere else. Ask them to throw it somewhere else. Let me end by saying once again, don't eat the bait. Don't eat the bait. Let's, let's stand up. You know, I want to add one, just one more thing. That's, that's, man, how many of you think that that word speaks right to the heart, you know? Good stuff. Good stuff, but the truth actually begins to work when we do something about, with it. Um, and the enemy tries to destroy you and break the relationship you have with the ch church. That is a bait. And the key is when you're offended, you can't fulfill the purposes of God because the connection that God has placed you is broken. And that is why we got to deal with it. Don't take the bait. Learn how to resolve relationships. Work on relationships. Learn how to ask the love of God to fill your heart so that you will walk in love. Uh, many people hurt, offended, leave, but we had to continue to, for a moment, if I had taken, or we had taken people who have left or said things, we will not be able to do what we are doing. You will not be able to function or do what God is calling you to do if you take the bait. Don't take it. Some people hold on to things 
from many years before in your family in your life with church it's time to let go it's time to walk free